Hi everybody and welcome to the Junction Church Podcast. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. If you would like to find out any more information about us, then please visit our website at www.thejunctionchurch.com. Thank you for listening. Service, and I really do want to welcome you if you are uh, new in church uh, tonight. Uh, maybe you've not been in, uh, maybe your experience, this experience of church isn't kind of what you're used to, um, which is funny for us because we've been used to this for decades. This is kind of our kind of way of doing church. But for many people, their idea of church would be something uh, which would be more formal, maybe um, church pews um, and uh, a more traditional church environment. This used to be a church building. Uh, many uh, many uh, years ago, uh, but has been many many things since, including a roller disco, and uh, <laughs> there is evidence of the roller disco still in the roof of the building. Uh, but that's about it. Just uh, where they used to hang the lights off the off the ceiling, etc. But that's all that's left. But we do church like this, and um, so. But one of the things about church and about um, believing in Jesus Christ is, is, is baptism. And baptism is one of those things which seems rather archaic. It seems uh, like a throwback to uh, something a little um, weird or a little strange or not sort of really understood. Um, churches have defined baptism in many different ways. Um, and, but the Bible uh, says, believe in Jesus Christ and be baptised. And uh, when I was 15, I remember being baptised myself, I remember that, that moment when um, I just realised that I'd given my life to Jesus Christ, but I knew that I had to go through the, what they call the waters of baptism, um, and which is a full immersion in, in, in the water. And, and um, I, actually, I, we, I hadn't seen, I grew up in a very traditional church, uh, so I, I, we hadn't seen a lot of people, lot, not a lot of people would get baptised. One of those people getting baptised was Cheryl's grandmother, um, who had been in the church probably since she was a child herself, uh, and she would have been a, a much older lady at the time. And, and we were just having this discussion. I, I wonder why she got baptised then, not 30, 40 years before. But it was one of those things. I just remember her being baptised. And... and so I'm standing there at 15 years of age and it's quite, being baptised is quite a, an amazing experience. It's something that impacts your life. Just the physical experience of it itself is quite amazing. Um, one, you're standing in a church in water, which is of itself an unusual experience. Uh, and uh, the two, you're fully clothed, uh, which you're glad about in church. <laughs> Because if you weren't fully clothed, that would be one of those horrible dreams you have. Do you know? Like you're standing at the school gates and you haven't got your trousers on. And uh, so you've got, you're fully clothed, you're in the pool and you can feel the rush of water around your clothes. Um, it's, um, I remember in there, um, in this baptismal pool, and actually the pastor who, who, who baptised me, they, they had a permanent baptismal pool built into the floor of the church building and... Um, it had an, a heating system which was wired into it and the, the, the pastor literally got an electric shock off the side of the pool but he decided not to tell anyone at the time which is quite nice because um, people have passed away and uh, so doing the same thing but they went to heaven right so 
<laughs> we can laugh now. And uh, so, <laughs> so I remember this moment and just standing up and giving my testimony and speaking. 15 years of age, I'd never spoken in public before. Uh, I'd never said anything that the actual, the opening of your mouth and letting words come out in a public setting is, is like you feel like your throat is going to choke and because uh, you, you don't know what your own voice sounds like. Um, and then my mind is working at a thousand miles an hour and, um, and so I began to speak and speak too much. And uh, I'm trying. I'm try- and one of the other things that you don't know how to do is when you start talking, is knowing how to stop. It- it's like being on a motorway and there's no get-off sign. There's a- <laughs> you need to get off somewhere. I remember giving my testimony this just amazing experience of sharing my faith to the to the church, and then stepping down into the water and and letting that water just rush over. And as I was baptized. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, just the rush of water coming over my face, and I could see the, the murky figures of the people above me, and then this kind of echoey cheer as, as your ears are just full of water, but you can hear the, the sound that's above you and just coming up. And I felt like as I came out of the water, I felt like I was 10 feet tall. Um, and I just felt full of the, the presence of God and the love of the Holy Spirit. It was just an amazing experience. It says in Matthew 28 and 18, it says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority is being given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, before... Jesus had set this command when Jesus had started his ministry he came off the back of John the Baptist and John the Baptist is famous for yeah baptisms funnily enough and and so John the Baptist is is baptizing literally tens of thousands of people possibly hundreds of thousands of people People are coming, they're flocking across to the desert and he's preaching a ministry, uh, he's preaching on, on repentance of sin and literally thousands of people, even the Pharisees are coming to be baptised. Now the thing with, with baptism is that baptism was, a, was understood in Jewish tradition, it was understood as being a declaration and a sign that you, we, you were to enter into the water, your old life was to go, and you came up new in your new life. There was a, it was a point of transfer. The old you goes into the water. The, old, the new you arises in that, in that action of faith. And you know, you can pray a prayer of faith. It's your declaration of your heart. But baptism is a sign and it's an image of what Jesus Christ has done for us. But it was actually something which was, had been established within the tradition, Jewish tradition, uh, long, long before. Um, and even the uh, high priest, to be, the priest to become the high priest would be baptised. And they would go down into the water. And John the Baptist himself was the son of the high priest and uh, had been the high priest. And so John the Baptist, he comes up out of the... Uh, John the Baptist, ba- Baptist baptizes Jesus and Jesus comes up 
out of the water. And we see this, that Jesus, this is the birth of his ministry. He starts off in ministry by the declaration of who he was before he, he was always the son of God, but he was the carpenter's son. Now he's the preacher of hope and life. And so he steps from being the carpenter's son to the preacher of hope and life. And a transformation takes place in Jesus' life. When we get baptised, it's a declaration of a transformation. It's declaring that my life has changed. This is who I was and this is who I now am. But here's the thing about baptism. Here's the thing about my baptism. When I got baptised, I went down in the water as Kevin Upton and I came up as Kevin Upton. Same person, right? Same haircut. Same tattoo. Oh, I didn't have any tattoos. Still don't. <laughs> and uh, same, 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 same person, right? When you get baptized, you go down as who you are and you come up as who you are. You know, Jesus' disciples, as they followed him, they were baptized. And in fact, Jesus' ministry, Jesus' ministry, they baptized more people than John the Baptist did. I, I'm just wondering where all the people come from. Hundreds of thousands are following John and got baptised. I reckon they got baptised by John, went round the corner and got baptised by Jesus' team. <laughs> just do it as many times as you can, see, what, see if it works. Because <laughs> a lot of people get very um, formal about baptism and, and church tradition being what it is, seems to be that we start applying all sorts of extra things that aren't in the Bible, Right? about baptism. But baptism is simply a declaration of your, fa- your faith in Jesus Christ and a stepping down of your old life and stepping into your new. That's all it ever was. You weren't being baptised into a church or baptised into a set of doctrines or, 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 or belief system. You were baptised into Jesus Christ, into the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. You were baptised into the life of the Kingdom of God. That's it. You can't be baptised into, into anything else. We can, you can have all sorts of churches created, all sorts of tradition, but, but the kingdom of God is the kingdom of giving your life to Jesus Christ and being baptised. But here, the disciples they of Jesus Christ, when they were being, uh, following Him, they would have been baptised as well. And as they were, they were still the same. Peter... We understand Peter, and Peter is famous. You, you probably heard of Peter, even if you don't know much about the Bible. And Peter's famous for many things, and one of those is, is talking too much. He's the one who's always going to speak first. He's the one who, who, but he's also the one who's going to declare a statement of faith and just stand up and make a statement of faith and declare that he is going to um, believe in Jesus Christ. He, he's declaring that Jesus Christ is the, is the Son of God. He made that statement. Of course, a few days later, he took Jesus aside and he, he wanted to tell Jesus off for, for speaking things he didn't like because he, he was the one who talked too much. Well, Peter, that part of who Peter was was still who Peter was when he was in building the church because his strength was also his weakness his weakness was also his strength because he wasn't wasn't baptised away from him he still had the same haircut he still had the same fashion likes 
when you get baptized, your likes in music doesn't change. Your likes in fashion doesn't change. Your, 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 your humor doesn't change. What changes is your heart, as the Bible says, is circumcised for God. It says in, it says in Colossians 2 verse 9, it says, For him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That's Jesus, right? That's a, that's a, a fancy way of saying Jesus is everything. Right, And you are complete in Him. So Jesus is everything and we have everything in Jesus. So it's pretty simple. Who is the head? Jesus is the head of all principality and power. In Him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sin of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ buried with Him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So we understand that baptism is simply this. I'm putting off who I was. I'm making a declaration of who I was in my sin. Sin is not a popular word, but sin is simply doing life my way when I could be doing life God's way. And God's way is full of joy, it's full of hope. It's full of purpose. And it's still full of my music collection. <laughs> it's still full of my likes in fashion. I'm trying to get into skinny jeans, but they're not like... <laughs> I know, they get into skinny jeans. And, and I can only go for slim fit. Because <laughs> skinny just where it cuts off the blood supply. <laughs> I, tried, <laughs> I tried some skinny jeans on the other day and Cheryl just went, no. <laughs> and then I was like, could you help me please? <laughs> anyway, so you see what happens is this. Jesus has touched our life with a vision and with a hope. He has given us the purpose of life. And as we serve Him, life becomes a yes and not a no. The Bible says, in Jesus is yes and amen. Yes and amen, that's quite profound, isn't it? But it's a yes and amen to those things which are pure, those things which are full of faith, those things which are full of hope, those things which build up those things which restore, those things which bring prosperity, those things which bring restoration, those things which heal the life of your life and those around you. There is a yes and there is an amen. There is a yes and amen to all of those things. And as we go down in Christ, we make a public statement saying, this is who my life is. I'm declaring to the world that I died to myself. And I'm standing up in Jesus Christ knowing that in Him I can do all things. Amen. You know, I'm going to... Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or you'd like to find out contact information or service times, then don't forget to visit our website www.thejunctionchurch.com. God bless.